Hi, and welcome to the Spell It Out podcast. My name is Jessica Zweep. I'm the owner of Spell Fitness, an online health and fitness coaching program designed to help women who have tried everything and are tired of spinning their wheels and wasting their time find food freedom and navigate this busy, crazy, awesome ride called life. Here we're going to discuss food, fitness, faith, family, and hopefully have a little fun along the way. I'm so glad you're here and I can't wait to get talking with you. Welcome back to the Spell It Out podcast. Um, So today we're going to talk a little bit about if it works, if you work it. And this is one that I hope is encouraging to you um, and not like it is not designed for guilt, I guess is what I'm trying to say. What I want you to take away from this is a sense of ownership and accountability because I think that we are a society of people who just, and I've talked about this in probably every other episode because you know that's how it goes. Uh, we are just a people, a society that has been so coddled by comfort and ease and instant gratification. And so when there is any sort of adversity or bristling of our comfort zones, the knee-jerk reaction is to shut down and back away and give up. And I want to encourage you because I know from experience personally and I've seen it in the lives of clients and friends and family members that things work when you work them. Now, give, assuming that what you're working is a good program or system or you know technique. Um, but so for the sake of this uh, workout or this workout, this episode, I want to talk at the beginning at least about nutrition and exercise. So believe it or not, and I know some of you are going to roll your eyes, but then I also want you to really consider yourself and your, and your actions or lack thereof. When you do the things, change happens. When you purchase a program, that does not mean that you are going to see change. What what elicits change is you doing the program, not purchasing it, not subscribing to it, not liking the posts, not uh, sharing about it with friends, not telling everyone that you purchased it, that you're a part of a member of a gym or part of a group or anything like that. What is going to elicit change is you actually picking up the techniques and the tools that this program or gym or whatever is throwing down and using them. Unfortunately, I see this so often across the board. People say things like, oh, I just joined whatever, whatever. Great. How's it going? Well, I haven't been able to get there very much because la, 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 la. Or I joined Spell and I'm so excited about it. I can't wait. It's going to be awesome. Okay, great. How's it going? How are the workouts? Well, I haven't done those yet. How's the tracking of your food going? How are you know are you making any adjustments? Well, I need to wait to do that until whatever. I can't use my fitness pal. I don't like it. I haven't you know I'm just busy and tired, but I'm all in, and I'm gonna subscribe again. While I know that all of these 
places are thrilled to take your money and your business. At least speaking for myself, what I want more than anything is for you to experience change and see the progress that you so desperately want. And as much as I wish that I could do it for you, I cannot. However, what I can say is it works when you work it. When you do the workouts consistently, intentionally, and you're challenging yourself, when you actually make the lifestyle adjustments to your food and your sleep and your daily movement, you will see change. When you listen to your coach who says, take a rest day or you know you need to eat more carbs I know that sometimes it's really hard to do those things but you're paying the expert for a reason because what you were doing before wasn't working and so I know that I've talked about this in the past in I can't remember which episode but because there's so many now we have such a good little collection um, that Oh no, I totally lost my train of thought. Before, uh, when you like, there are so many people who are uh, you know assimilate like they associate themselves with a program, and but there's no nothing has happened. Like there's no change happening in their life, and I really want you to question yourself and ask yourself like, how's that working for you? Because if it's not working. Like something needs to change. And the, the thing that needs to change is usually you. It's not the program. It's not the trainer. It's not the time of day. It's not the cost. It's not the food. It's you. You need to be the one to shift your mindset from convenience and ease and instant gratification and comfort to where I'm at right now is not serving me well. And so I need to move to somewhere else in my thoughts, in my time, in my day, right? In my physical location. Like what, if what you're doing now is not working for you, change it. And the only person who can change it is you. Um, but then we can move this into other arenas of life, right? Now we can get really extreme with things like if you're not happy with your job, just quit. However, what, before all of that takes place, I would really challenge you or, you know, you're in a bad marriage and you don't like your husband, just leave. You know, you don't like your kids, like screw it, send them off, like put them in front of the screen. Um, before you jump to those extreme, like I'm done places, I want you to seriously examine your heart and your lens for the situation. And while I believe that there is validity to so much of the angst that we feel and experience, I think we underestimate the power that we have in our reactions to difficult people, difficult situations. Um, I, I've been the the idea that I've been really like mulling over lately. I'm not a big like. Well, maybe I am becoming one. I never used to be, how about that? Someone who was like, oh, I'm picking a word for the year. My word is love, my word is truth, my word is, you know, change or whatever. Um, but themes maybe, or like concepts are more something, at least last year, the Lord really put it on my heart, this idea that he wastes nothing. 
And this year that has kind of, it's still there and I still really believe in that. But this year, the idea is more that we are not here to be happy. We are here to be holy. So that whole holy, not happy piece is something that I'm really working out. And you'll probably hear me talk about it, post about it, write about it a lot. Um, Because I think we tend to miss out on the Lord's goodness to us for the sake of comfort and happiness in our broken fleshly bodies instead of seeking holiness and being more like him or allowing him to work in and through us, joining him in what he's doing in our lives. And so when you talk about difficult relationships, marriage, you know, um, family, business, whatever, I think this is a huge thing that people experience, right? You, you look around, especially, we'll, we'll kind of focus on marriage, um, especially in a marriage relationship, right? You, you find this person and you're in love with them and they're so great and you want to spend the rest of your life with them because they're, you know, you love the way they look and you love the way they treat you and you have, it's just rose colored glasses. Life is great. Um, so you get married, you commit to each other. Um, and then you start to kind of life happens, I guess someone, something either, either a person in the relationship makes a choice or life starts to creep in, right? Schedules, pressure, money, kids, moving, health stuff, all of that starts to seep into your marriage and people react to different things in different ways based on their past experiences. And unfortunately, it's just not realistic or reasonable to like flesh out all of that during the dating process, I don't think, because you can't play out every what if with a person. But what tends to happen is you're shocked or put off or like annoyed by these expectations that you had in your head for how this was going to go. Uh, and they're not meeting them. They're letting you down. And so instead of restraining yourself or thinking about yourself and your response to them, we react like tit for tat. Um, and to loop this all together with what I was trying to say at the beginning, things work when you work them. So if you're in a marriage and, and, or in a, you know, in a, I guess we're talking about marriage and it's not going well, how are you working it? And not like it's a project, but if you think about like there's, it's 50, 50, right? You can't expect one person to carry the joy and the happiness and the, and everything and the romance and the whatever on their own. So you need to keep in mind that you are contributing to whatever the dynamic is. Now, are people sinful and broken and they're going to go way off the rails and really wrong you even if you're trying your very hardest? Absolutely. Keep that in mind. And I'm not saying that every offense, every sin, every wrong is 100% permissible and forgivable and you should just let everything go. That's not what I'm getting at. So hopefully you can pick up on this. But I think we tend to negate our contribution to how things got to where they are. 
whether that is you shut down, you stop interacting, you stop communicating, you don't talk about the hard things, and you and then the, the water starts to build up under the bridge. You're sweeping things under the rug, and it's tricky, and it's messy, and it's heavy, and it's too much to start to wade through, it feels like. But I want you to remember that it's not about being happy. You don't always have to work to keep the peace. You don't always have to be... Um, I guess it's not all about comfort. So if you're in a season or have been for a long time where things are hard, how can you change your interactions? And I I hope that you would never hear in, in my marriage episodes me say things about how that other person should do things differently because I am not looking to add any ammunition whatsoever to the idea that it's all their fault and that you are 100% a victim in your situation. Could you be a victim? Yes. Are there elements of that? Absolutely. However, two things. God wastes nothing and it's not always about being happy. Sometimes it's about being holy. So is what you're going through something that you need to learn to grow and change and and develop into more of a Christ-like example to your spouse? Um, I heard the other day, God is not hair triggered by our sins. He doesn't react like he's not a reactionary God. He practices his mercy and shows us his mercy by restraining his wrath. We deserve his full wrath. And he sent the perfect sinless person to cover that completely. There's nothing we can do that is even close to what he has done for us. However, the goal is to be like him more. So instead of wanting everything to feel even and fair and tit for tat, what if we looked to the ultimate example of selfless love and how can we change our mindset around difficult people? Difficult spouses, difficult kids, difficult coworkers, difficult neighbors, difficult coaches, difficult whoever, like whatever dynamic you're struggling with. Um, because I think the idea that hurt people hurt people is real. And a lot of times it's not even that you've hurt them. It's that sin has affected people and it affects people in different ways. And sometimes it just starts to kind of come out sideways right? You, it's, you have this person and you have like one of those, um, like a slime, like a bag of the slime that the kids carry around. If there's one little weakened spot in the casing of the slime and it's put under pressure, it will start to ooze out, right? And eventually it probably will just explode. But when there's no pressure, you never know that there's a weak spot there, right? But as soon as there starts to be a pressure, even if it has nothing to do with trying to rip the bag or split the seam or anything like that, it's just, you're just playing with it. You're just moving it. You're just handling it. Something causes things to come out sideways. And I think we need to keep that analogy in mind with people as well. Because you never know where the weak spots are, 
where the holes are that you don't see until there's squeeze, until there's pressure, until there's an unexpected handling, right? Um, and so if, if you're dealing with someone who's difficult, try to keep in mind the pressure, the, it, it, there's a good chance that what's going on is just a, a hole, a leak, a, a tender spot that's under pressure that's coming out incorrectly. And so you need to work on your delicate handling, right? And maybe even repairing of those compromised places. So I hope that this is kind of making sense. What I really want you to take away from this is that you have more, um, what do I want to say? Not control, maybe, yeah, control. You have more influence on the things that you experience than you give yourself credit for. And the victim mentality of, you know, it's the other person's fault, I can't help it, you know, so-and-so's terrible and it's not my problem, is not serving you well. Same thing with the idea that, you know, I'm, I'm too busy to work out. I, I don't like vegetables or meat or whatever, so, but I also am not happy with where I'm at. There needs to be a level of, <coughs> excuse me, there needs to be a level of ownership in, I actually can do something. I may not be able to 100% solve and fix and remedy this situation, but I can do something. I can change something. And that something usually starts to leak and spill out into other areas of your life where you're going to see more change and you're going to experience more progress and it's going to feel better to you. So what I really want you to take away from this is you, there are people and programs and the Bible that give you ways to do things, ways to fix or remedy or improve the, the, the hard places that you find yourself, right? For me and this podcast, Spell Fitness, the Spell Fitness program is a (coughs) method, excuse me, for how to improve your health and fitness. Fat loss, body composition change, it works if you work it. I can teach you ways to eat. I can help you develop meals and a schedule that can help you feel stronger and more fit. We work out together. You don't have to come up with how to move your body. I show you how to do that and do it with you. Um, Same thing with other aspects of life, right? Like if you are struggling in relationships, look to the example of the ultimate human being, Jesus Christ. Without getting too preachy, Whenever you are faced with a difficult situation, he says in his word, there's nothing that I, that, that you can be tempted from that I have not also experienced. Like he, it, nothing is like, Ooh, no, I don't know what to do about that. There's an example for everything that you go through. And he tells you exactly how to interact with difficult people and how to train your mind and tame your tongue and edit your thoughts and, and change your actions and love difficult people and not let the ways of the world seep into you and change you. He says that he wants to seep in, 
that he, want, he wants his truth to change and renew your mind so that you become more and more like him over the course of your life. So I hope that this is encouraging to you in, t- in a couple different ways. Number one, to spur you on to actually do the things that you need to do. So if you are, you know, a spell client who is not happy with her um, progress month to month, I want you to honestly examine your application of what the program is um, and, and to be open and honest with how much you've actually been applying the, the methods, right, and doing the things and how much you have not. And then to realistically decide, can I do this better? Uh, and then in the next, you know, the second half of this, we talked about relationships and dynamics. I want you to think about the difficult relationships that you have and your, your part in them, your actions, your interactions, right? So if you are looking to your spouse to make you happy, to provide, um, you know, all of your emotional, spiritual needs, you know, physical, financial, everything, that's a misplaced, um, what's the word? Why do I lose my words all the time when I'm talking on these? That is misplaced attention or, or energy. They are just as, if not more, sometimes broken and sinful and lost and confused and, and misled than you are. And you need to peel, pull back and really think about where it is that you're putting your hope and joy and security and all of that. And then the second part is how are you either fanning the flames or putting them out in, in those relationships? Are you you know, if you're an employee, are you a difficult, grumbling, hard to manage, hard to work, um, work for? Like, are you managing not well? Are you, are you, or are you like an employee underneath management who is hard to manage? Like, are you constantly pushing back? Are you stirring up controversy? Are you, you know, not carrying your weight? You're not a team player, all those sorts of things. Um, in a marriage, are you someone who is, constantly grumbling, nagging, never encouraging, never kind, never loving, you know, are you withholding love and affection from your spouse? Don't expect that person to want to better themselves or work, you know, in a marriage to want to better themselves to serve and love and treat you better or in a working environment. Don't expect those people to like want to take, have your back or, or move you through the ranks or, or to have a team. If you're, you know, if you're a leadership person to want to have, it's, it's unrealistic. If you are a poor manager, if you're unkind or have unrealistic expectations or don't see people where they're at, um, it's unrealistic for you to expect everyone to want to work well underneath your leadership that way. (coughs) So I guess what I really want you to take away, I've tried to do this a couple times now, is things work when you work. You are not a passive leaf in the wind. You are an active, um, capable, intelligent woman who can do hard things, even when they feel overwhelming, 
And I really want to encourage you to rise up, to step out in faith and confidence that you can do what it is that it, you need to do to improve the places in your life that need improving. So we'll wrap it up there. Have a great rest of your day. As always, I really appreciate the feedback, um, reviews, ratings, sharing, all of that helps so much. But until next time, you got this.